Hey everybody, this is Jellicoon, not with Zach. Again, Nate from Everyday Gaming Society has decided to invade the show. Well, invade is rudely put. I've I've taken over. Yes. I've invaded, like Germany to Poland. There you go. Today he'll be reviewing Peacemaker Kuragane, a show about stuff that I don't even know anything about. What have you been watching lately? Holy crap, I've been watching a lot of shit, dude. Like, I, I've got a problem where I um, download a bunch of stuff and, like, watch some of it and then forget about the rest. So, <laughs> I've been slowly plugging away at my anime list trying to make my list, but I have, like, over 500 animes that I've watched, possibly. Holy shit. Yeah. it. I've got, like, over 400 gigs of anime. I've got issues. <laughs> See, I, I used to be like that, but then I was like, "Why?" And I deleted it. Well, I'm so hard lonely. drive went bad. Okay, fair enough. I'm so lonely. Only anime understands me. And video games. Uh, so I caught up on uh, Naruto Shippuden the other day, uh, up to current, and then I caught up on. Uh, God, what was the other show? It's called Shippuden. I know it's that Shippuden. No, Shippuden. Not in American style. Shut up. Kyle Haybear was right. <laughs> Come on. Us Americans can't pronounce Japanese that's stuff. That's what he called it. He called it Shippuden. He made fun of Shippuden. Shippuden. That's, what he that's, it. that's ridiculous. <laughs> so, I, I heard that you guys uh, reviewed Softini last week. Yes. I wa- Oh, my God. I watched, I want to say, the first five episodes, and it was ridiculous. <laughs> Like, I, I instantly Skyped you. He was like, what the hell did you suggest for me to watch? This is terrible. Come on, it sounded awesome. I mean, middle well, like, schoolers. Well, in and... the first five minutes, it's like you said. It's like incestuous rape and this chick in a in a lake, like, completely naked, like, barebacking yeah. a freaking, like, humongous salamander that looks oddly like a penis. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, it was terrible. Uh, I'm glad I didn't have to watch it. You should have, dude. You're the one that suggested it. Suggested that I don't watch it. Yeah, you made Zach watch it. Hey, Poor Zach. Everyone's gonna take one for the team. <laughs> Just like Neo Genesis, Evangelion. Sure. Sure. <laughs> what else have you been watching? Anything worth worth talking about? Uh on, I got my anime list pulled up here. Uh I actually got a file of, like, I've been sorting through it and putting, like, completed anime in a completed anime folder, so it's a little more, uh, compressed. There you go. Have you been keeping up with Attack on Titan? <laughs> um, that is one show that I tried to... I don't know, I don't know what to feel about it. It does have its moments where it's like... okay. I just feel what? like it's so boring at points, you know what I mean? It's like... And they purposely make the first half of the show super slow, and then the last five minutes is when it speeds up, and then, like... Yeah, it's like, oh, damn, I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah, and then the next episode starts just as slow. Yep. It's like, ugh. The last three or four episodes have been great. uh, I haven't... I think I just left off on episode ten. Ah, well, each their own. Yeah, I am only... I am only watching Attack on Titan right now. Mm-hmm. I literally have only one other show, and that's the world only God knows. And 
I haven't been watching that since episode four. Not because I've been bored with it, just I, I like to marathon these. That's that show. It's an easy marathonable show. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm just kind of holding off, and I just haven't had time to really watch anything new. So and I, I get. I've always said I got these kicks of like I'll watch nothing, and then I'll watch a shit ton, and then I'll watch nothing. Yeah, it's kind of like what I do. Like I'll watch like back to back like three different shows in like a week's time and then I'll go through this weird rut where I'll watch tons of TV shows and then I'll come back and watch more anime. Mm. Well, I, what, there's Grand Theft Auto coming out in like two weeks so there you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm not big, a big fan of the Grand Theft Auto series. Oh, this one looks amazing though. I, I'm more of a fan of the original. You know what I mean? Like the original first two where it was like all like maybe uh, 16-bit graphics. I hated and, that overhead bullshit. Yeah, where you farted on cars and it looks funny. Yeah, that too. And just driving was a pain in the ass. It's like, go do reverse to fuck all that shit. Mm-hmm. There was one anime I wanted to talk about. I, I actually Skyped you and asked you a question about it a long time ago. Wow. Like, it was only two episodes. And it was on... Uh, I have this Facebook fan site that links me new shows and stuff like that. And... <clears throat> There's only two episodes, but, like, the first episode was really good. And then the second episode, it was, like, rape. Well, awesome. That, that's great. Yeah, it's, like, the fir- like it died after the first episode, and then, like, a bunch of fans got together and wanted more. So they pushed out one more episode, and they basically destroyed it with, like, molestation and rape. I have no idea what you're talking about. Ah, uh, where is it at? I'm looking through our, our Skype history. I wish I could remember the name off the top of my head. It sounds awful that it has all that stuff in it. The first episode was really good, though. Like, it made you think, oh, this is going to be a good series, because the whole entire premise behind it is that this girl, she's from a famous line of vampire hunters, and she's the only one left, and her goal is to, like, continue on her her family's lineage because she's the only one left. Okay. And she tries, she finds this one guy that he's destined to be with, and he's supposed to be like a knight of the cross or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> and they left, she like instantly goes up to him and is like, we're going to sleep with each other. Is it Vampire Hunter D? No, that's okay. not, not even close. Oh, okay. Vampire Hunter D is way better. Charlotte, oh Charlotte. I actually like that show, like the, uh... The Vampire D uh, movie, like, not the first one, like, the really old school, like, I want to say it was, uh, 1980-something. Witch Hunter Robin? No. Oh, I can't think of it. Okay, I can't think of it like from it then. I Skyped you the name, because I asked you if you knew what it, I was talking about, and oh, you heard said, it. never heard of it. Oh, that. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Thanks, Robin. I, I remember the conversation, out. but... Yeah. You're supposed to have the photographic memory, not me. Yeah, I would have no idea. Anyway. Yeah, so... <clears throat> God, what was it called? Ugh, I hate my life. I wish I could remember. Like, I always hate this, because like, when I come on your show, my mind goes blank, even though I have tons of animes rolling around in my head. There you go. See, that's what happens. You lose IQ points. I got stage fright. I'm just, I'm just too afraid of the light. So anyway. All right, so I think we found it. It's called Holy Night, and like, the night, like, Night of the Round Table. 
Yeah, Spilling. the OVA. Woohoo! Whatever that means. Uh, original <laughs> video animation? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so it only had two episodes. It was made back in 2012, and only two episodes were aired. Um, it was canceled, like, shortly after. And there was a video game slotted for it, but it was canceled as well. Damn. So, it was slated for uh, March 21st of 2010, or 2012, and it was canceled as well. So, I don't know why they completely canceled the show. Well, it looks like the the producers, Camot, mm-hmm. have only produced three different things, and all of it about sex. Oh, so they're like a hentai-type crowd. I guess their first show is called, uh, Colt Call Goku Joe. Goku Joe. Goku Joe. K or G O K O J O. G O K O. A story about the humorous misadventures of Akabane Aya, an arrogant high school girl who's consistently trying to outdo. Her classmates and everything, especially sex appeal, which, okay, only uh, to make a fool of herself in the process. Since the story takes place in an all-girls school, expect lots of Yuri fan service, innuendos without much seriousness. Oh my god, I just, oh my god. I guess there's a hentai game for it too, you can find it on torrents. (sighs) What was the name of the show again? Gokucho? Yes. How's it spelled? G-O-K-U, like Goku. Goku. And then J-O. J-O. Hmm. Yeah, they also have a manga for it. Pretty lengthy. Twelve fucking episodes. It aired from January 24th to March 27th, 2012. How come like, that one went for a long time, but the other one didn't? What the hell? Yeah. I'm, I'm well, mad. okay, six minutes per episode, so... Oh, so it's basically, oh, look, boobs. It's like, oh, <laughs> you can only last so long. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, anyway, moving on. Japanese people are awesome. Yeah, I, sure. Sure. They're, they're, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and move into the anime news, because we've got some shocking news. Shocking news? Like ice cold bucket of water while you're in the shower shocking news or we'll just found see. out that you're secretly gay little of both wow okay 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 this week in anime news brought to you by anime news network thank you anime news network for all the news <laughs> for all your news that we gladly take credit for. Hey, no, I'm giving Anime News Network credit. I purposely put my Anime News Network in there for that very reason. I have never heard another podcast do that. Do what? Like give take credit, credit for Anime News? I've heard animes. I, I've heard shows take credit for news. You know what I mean? Not you, but... No, I know that. I'm not saying... This is all us. We were on the scene. Yes, I talked to them directly. Yep, because I have so much money to fly over to Japan and interview these people. I, do. I have nothing better to do. <laughs> so, in probably not a shocking announcement, but 
a big one regardless. It's going to leave a huge hole in the anime industry. Hayao Miyazaki retired today. <sighs> it's a sad day in anime news. But the, but the thing is, it's interesting, is he only said, yeah, I'm only retired from feature films. But, I mean, you know, he hasn't made a TV show since the 70s. So, he's pretty much done. Well, and he's 72. Sure. I mean, come on. Well, I'm sure he's he's still in the background scenes, like giving advice and. Yeah, I mean, his son can't. Goro Miyazaki came out with that up on Poppy Hill, and I would think he's gonna be there for like, um, wanting to like, like you said, be in the background, give help. Well, I'm pretty sure he's seen a lot. You know, what I mean, he's done a lot. People are gonna come to him for his experience. You know, what I mean, like me. Two shows right away that popped to my to what I see on here is Spirited Away and Totoro. You know, what I mean, two classics of anime. You know, what I mean, they're, they're granted they're movies, but well, yeah, but I mean, these are shows though that anybody in America is like, oh yeah, that show. Yeah, because, they're, they're American, really popular in America. Yeah, because Disney. Um, it's because of Disney. I know Disney, Disney promoted Totoro like like. Uh, crazy. Well, yeah, well, no. Disney backs Ghibli. So that's how, like, everyone in the U.S., like, I was actually shocked. My my brother posted on his Facebook, like, oh, Miyazaki retired today. And there was a bunch of people who commented who, you know, obviously aren't anime fans, but they know of Spirited Away and Totoro and the rest because mm-hmm. of Disney, you know. Um, people watched that stuff because it was from Disney. You know, had the Disney was backing the label. Now, correct? Did he actually do any shows? Yes. Like, like which kind? Lupin the Third. Lupin he didn't the third? do them, but he was you know, he was helping them. Yeah, if um, he did like Lupin the Third back in the seventies and stuff. I've heard of Lupin, but I can't remember. I have to Google it to remember what it looks oh, like. That show's been on running for. Decades, off and on. So, oh um, yeah, I remember the show. I watched it. Yeah, they used to air it on. Uh, they used to air it on. Uh, um, Adult Swim. Yeah, back when Adult Swim was cool. Yes. Before it turned into Toonami, which is a sad, sad show now. Um. But yeah, I mean, he he's done a lot. I mean, you can pretty much thank Hayao Miyazaki for anime. I mean, seriously. Well, as uh, do you mean like American style, like no. American? He didn't make American. Anime. No. No, no, no. I mean, like known for throughout the American version of anime. You know, what I mean, you ask an American kid what kind of anime you watch, boom, Miyazaki. Well, they probably would say just cartoons, but no. I mean, I would say anime in general. I mean, he was like one of the first people to ever do anime on TV. So, I mean, like, you can really thank him. He's, like, like one of the founding fathers of anime in general. Um, I agree with that. I agree with that. He also, so he was a designer for of Ghost Ship, um, a live-action TV special. He was a producer for the story of Yankinau. Okay. Oh, it's not anime shit. Sorry. Let me get to the anime shit. Um, I'll say ahead of you. No, I can't fucking find it. Okay, well, I can't find it now. Fuck you. 
<laughs> I, I ruined it for I you. I read it earlier, and they they named a couple shows that he was a part of in some form. But they were all, like, in the set, like 50s, 60s, and 70s. Like, it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, somewhere in that time, 60s, 70s. So, I mean, I'm not, like, a Hayao Miyazaki, like... Fanboy? Yeah, I, I've watched Ponyo, and that's it. So... I mean, I am not the. I'm not a person that say like, "Oh, this is a shock." Blah blah blah. Oh my god! I'm not. I understand. Can they expect him to stay around forever? You know what I mean? Well, no, exactly. Um, I mean, I'm not shocked with this. The dude's 72, and hopefully he has uh, many more years in him. They can go and be like, retire. You know, get away from anime. Go enjoy his life. I mean, I was reading a news story from last year. That this dude, like, he's he had a uh, ceremony with the friggin' uh, emperor of Japan, and he stayed there to work on his movie. He's like, no, I'm not going. Seriously, the emperor of Japan? Yeah. That's awesome. And he's like, no, I'm too busy making my airplane movie. I'll, uh, I'll get back to you on that. I'll get back to you, emperor of Japan. You know what I mean? It's like, the guy sounds like a workaholic. I mean, oh, I could be wrong. I mean, like, he's what? Seventy? He's seventy-three years old. Seventy-two. Yeah. Seventy-two. No wonder he. That's the definition of workaholic. If you're going still strong at seventy-two and then just finally retire, you deserve to retire. Well, you know I mean, you worked into your seventies. You deserve it. Well, exactly. Yeah, especially him. Um, but like, here's the thing: like, who, who, who's gonna, who's going to greet? You know, who's gonna take his place? I, mean, I can think of his son Goro, but but has has, does, has Goro even gotten into the animation business? Or yeah, he did it up on Poppy Hill. Up on Poppy Hill. Hmm. Another show I have nothing about. It's a movie. Um, I think it just it's getting released. I think this week on DVD. Oh, is it? So it's just recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw the trailer for this. Yeah, it was okay. all over TV. Okay, I saw the trailer for this. I don't know if it about the ships and the flags. Yay, ships and flags. Yes. You know, but I don't, I don't think it did very well compared to, like, Ponyo or, you know, anything. But, I mean, it was his first movie, so, I mean, yeah. you know, who knows. Either way, I mean, it's a huge blow to the anime industry, but on the other hand, like you said, these guys don't last forever, and, you know, well, you obviously can, you the anime... go so long, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep. You run out of ideas eventually. No, it's not that, I don't think. It's just that he's like, fuck. I've done 11 movies. I'm tired. (laughs) Probably. I wouldn't blame him. I'm so tired. I'm done with this stuff. Exactly. No more anime. I'm pretty sure there'll be another podcast that's like, oh, let's talk about Himayizaki from everything and this, that, and the other, and go go listen to that. I'm just bringing to the news, damn it. So, I don't know if this is really big news at all, but I was in uh, Best Buy the other day. And I, I bitched to you about this on Skype that all Best Buys are reconfiguring their stores. Okay, here here's the thing. They did this like four years ago, and you've already missed that boat. Well, they still had an anime section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Granted, but... it wasn't the greatest in the world. Well, no, no, no. It used to be a lot bigger. Like three or four years ago, though, they downsized and they sold it I got like four or five complete anime shows for like 150 bucks mm-hmm. back when they were like they dropped the price of everything super cheap 
and they downsized like crazy, and Funimation was pretty much the only people getting on the shelves at Best Buy. Well, now you can't get anything at Best Buy. Well, it sucks to be where you live. They blew it all up. Them damn dirty apes. I don't want to buy it there anyway, because you get to pay full price. Go on rightstuff.com with one F, and uh, save some money, and... Yeah. Well, I, I don't really go buy box sets at Best Buy. I just go there and see what they had, and then I go download it home. <laughs> yeah, you're a terrible enemy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a terrible person. So, Misaki, Yuasa, uh, Yusa's, uh, Kickheart ran on Toonami last night. Yep, I saw that. I watched it. I found out about it at 3.42, three minutes before it aired the second time around. I was like, holy shit, hey, three minutes from now, oh shit, got to bed and go turn on the TV. It was really weird. It reminded it me of was. Like a, a mucho libre type wrestler show. Uh, it reminded me of Ren and Stimpy. Ren and Stimpy? Because the art animation was like, just crazy. So, Kick Heart was a thing on, by Production IG, that got crowdfunding by uh, anime fans on Kickstarter. And it was a big deal, and it started off small, and they're like, hey, we met our funding, let's make another goal, let's make it Blu-ray, and then it met that, and they're like, hey, let's make it even further, let's get some dub action going on, and they did, and the show got dubbed, and on DVD, and on Blu-ray, and a booklet, all kinds of stuff, so it did really, really well, it's only 12 minutes or 15 minutes long in total, and yeah, it is a... A really weird show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a page from Zach and say you liked it because there was wrestling. Damn right. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm reading this description. I just was... my favorite whole scene <laughs> when he goes to the after the wrestling match and he goes to the uh, the vendor uh-huh. of the, the 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 vending machine for his nudie magazine. Uh-huh. He's like, "Thank you for your purchase of Sluts Unlimited," and like all the lights behind. In the background, turn on because like people heard the thing shout that. Everyone is staring at him awkwardly. Oh, I was like, that is awesome. This re- reading this description, like this part right here, definitely. It's like Julia, a nun who lives a secret double life as a female pro wrestler. Romeo's secret is that he enjoys taking a beating in the ring, while Juliet feels invigorated while facing her opponents as a wrestler. When he when the two meet in the ring, fireworks fly. It basically sounds like a weird. Love story. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty funny. Um, for, I mean, for, for 15 nun, minutes, she though, looks pretty, like, built. Yes. You know, I mean, that's a really built nun. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was pretty, it was a pretty cool thing. Like, you know, it flows pretty quick. And uh, But I was really glad to be able to see it because I didn't, I didn't do the Kickstarter. Yeah. But, I mean, everyone, a few people I do, I know that did, have been like, Oh, this shit's awesome. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I did this. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, I didn't think you'd ever see this would ever see the night of day on TV. So it's pretty cool that somehow, you know, the Cartoon Network got a hold of this. So, pretty it was, neat. It was different. It was uh, different. I mean, I'm glad I saw it. I mean, like, I literally, like, you know, I, it, it brings a new appreciation, you know, to anime in general, because... C- compared to all the other shows that Toonami and 
uh, Adult Swim has ran as far as anime goes in the past. This one's in a whole another level itself well, as far as animation goes. Yeah, I really thought it was kind of like Ren and Stimpy-ish um, kind of artwork. You know, like it was it wasn't bad. It was super rough. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was like but, a rough finish. It was and nothing was polished. And that's fine though. I mean, I know there's probably people on the internet like, "Oh, this show sucks because it doesn't look like everything else." I mean, this the artwork is so crappy. And it's like that's not the point. I mean, I know everyone watches anime for their own reasons. I mean, like, I remember hearing complaints about people with, with um, um, Flowers of Evil. People were like, "This show sucks. The animation isn't good. It doesn't look right." Because it was a whole different form of animation being used. Uh, think, like I told you last time when I was on, it's like I don't really judge animes based off their animation. Granted, it helps, but if oh, the yeah. story's great, who no, cares? No, exactly, and that's what this show is. Kick Heart has a great, quick story. You know, it's a <clears throat> excuse me, it's a uh, you know pro wrestler helping orphans for some fucking reason, and he's like the hero for them. Yeah, it's, and, it's basically like Mucho Libre. Yes. With the giant black. <laughs> you're almost right. Yeah, you're almost right. Uh, just he didn't probably didn't grow up there, I don't think. Yeah. Um, either way. I love the fact, too, that like the nun is like, fuck wrestling! But yet, like, she allows the kids to go to the wrestling match. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, she is pretty well built for a nun. I'm just saying that right now. There you go. Like, I've already said it, but still. Like, I'd never expect a nun to look like that in a wrestling costume. She must be like she must like dumbbell bi- Bibles and stuff like that. Exactly. Beat up. Uh, <laughs> She'll be in the confessional, like pumping her guns. Yeah, she has a weight room and stuff. There you go. She's bench pressing pews with kids on them. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I'm cl- cleaning. <laughs> I'm cleaning. I'm cleaning under the pews. You got I- I'm cleaning. Please do not look. Media Blasters licenses Ultimate Girls TV anime. A 12-episode show that aired in 2005 about three girl protectors. All right. Shows. This sounds oddly familiar. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So, so no, Media Blasters, our favorite company in the world, has been on this licensing spree. By, by spree, I mean, this is like the second thing they've licensed this month. Um, a show called Ultimate Girls. Uh, it'll be on DVD. And they didn't provide any more details, so then, yeah, we got the license. You, uh, and, you and Zach should definitely be spon- like they should sponsor you guys because yeah, you guys right. talk they're, about them. No, every because week. they're broke. Because it's fun. Because they don't return our calls, bastards. The shows. <laughs> did, you, did you guys try calling them again and seeing if they actually like answered? Because I remember the last time I heard you guys calling them, it was disconnected. Yes, yeah, let's try again. Uh, in 2005, the show aired. Um, Let's see. The series follows Silk and her two friends who are accidentally crushed to death during a monster <laughs> attack. Because That uh, sounds like a great premise. Uh, crushed to death. By the city's protector, UFO Man. What a terrible protector. You let these girls get crushed to death by a monster. UFO Man's... Oh, here we go. UFO Man brings the girls back to life with his power... But now, they must also act as the city's protectors. The series starts, uh, well, who cares? Okay, so, 
you either have to be dead or now you're a burden. Now you have to like help protect the city. Fuck that. You know what's that, what just popped in my head when you just said that? What's that? It reminded me of Demon King Daimyo, where the one kid like got some ancient artifact his grandfather left him. It made him a mechanical suit, and he like fought the demons that the Demon King brought out. It was called V-Man or something like that. Vagman? <laughs> I don't know. It was a weird... It was weird. It reminded me of VR Troopers, almost. You can listen to that review of Diamond King, Demon King, Diamo, uh, on our index, www.bonsidebeat.com. Oh, Front slash reviews. We have reviewed it. Sad. I Sad know. face. There you go. So, that is the news. I mean, the big thing was Hayao Miyazaki. Well, not all the news was met. Just uh, 24 minutes ago, New Anime News Network just announced Attack on Titan Neode playset is coming soon. Ooh. Ooh. So, if you guys are, like, big into, like, I don't know, D&D or LARPing, you can play with these little sets. Like, I'm going to eat you. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they actually have a gigantic titan like the... Oh, an android place. Okay. These yeah. are... Okay, yeah, and androids are the really popular... <laughs> That's kind of badass. I love how they have one dude, like, kind of like the uh, mushroom-style haircut, just sitting there about to eat, like, a little wooden person. Yes. That is pretty awesome. <laughs> Looks so scary. Why is that, like, weird cloud-looking thing look like an elephant? Uh, it's a good question. Good question. <sighs> yeah, I, like, a, I should like, live in it. I should live in Japan. I'd be entertained every single day. Yeah. Huh, there. I, I just want the. I just want the armor titan. He looks pretty badass. <clears throat> so, uh, what was I just gonna talk about? Things. Things. Things and stuff. Stuff and things. Woohoo! So, have you read? Uh, or not read, but watched the anime mouse it's on my to watch list i've watched it and it is okay the animation's like kind of dated the show's but from the 90s yeah i know but i liked it it was pretty good well i'll have to check it out so you full joe you could watch that you know oh hell no <laughs> hell no it reminded me of mega man well it was a video game so there you go yeah, Capcom. Yes. So tell us about Peacemaker Kurogane. Okay, Peacemaker Kurogane. It's a pretty decent show. It's back in the Ronin days. Not Ronin, Ronin days of of Samurai, but it was back when everyone had like their own houses. Like uh, the house of Mibu or house of this house. You know what I mean, like... Is there a different, house of lords? Yeah, different dojos you go to to train under or uh, be part of. They'd be, like, different squads. Um, Screw you. Squad Jackson has an Xbox. <laughs> I'm going over there. Well, this one's called the Shinsengumi, is the dojo. Mm -hmm. And it starts with two brothers, Ichika, uh, Ichikurumura Tuzaki and... Wait a minute. Why are they... That's stupid. Whoa. Someone did not reference their stuff right on uh, Anime News Network. Awesome. So uh, the two brothers, one's older. He's he's not a fighter. He uh, does uh, math, 
I can't remember what that bead thing is that they use to do math in Japan, like old school days. Hmm. Don't know either. But anyway, his younger brother wants to be part of the Shinsugumi and and know how to become a monster, like a demon-esque person that could kill without reservation or uh, feeling because their father was killed by a a rogue samurai faction that opposes the government. And he he witnessed his father's death right in front of him because he was hiding in the closet and peering out. And the the owner of the dojo, uh, Mr. Sato, uh, and uh, Mr. Hajikaki... Mr. Hajikaki is the owner of the dojo, and he's like the leader. He's like the most feared samurai swordsman of all time. And Mr. Sato is like his page boy, but he's like second in command. And I don't know if you guys remember, but page boys back in the day were... I don't want to say like escorts to like their masters, like boy love and stuff like that, but... It felt that way to me when I was watching it because he would come out of Mr. Uh, Hijikata's room like f- without explanation and uh, Mr. Hijikata would be dressing when uh, the, one of the brothers would come in. So it was kind of weird. <laughs> so they make the younger brother, uh, Tetsu, a page boy because they don't want him to kill people because he's so young. He's like He's 15 years old, but he looks like a 10-year-old boy. And what they do is they make him a page boy to Mr. Hijikata to, like, make him tea, do errands, do chores, like, basically clean up after all the other samurai. And he hates it. He's pissed off all the time, and he does stupid shit. Like, they're doing, like, undercover ops for the, like, the the, the Japanese emperor. And he, like, blows this guy's cover, like, horribly because he's being stupid. He's, like... One of them dresses as a lady, basically as as like a tea lady in disguise, mm-hmm. and he looks actually like a chick. And uh, Tetsu dress tries to dress up as a girl, and he looks like this horrible transvestite with like horrible like splotchy makeup all over himself, and he looks terrible. And everyone goes like, "Oh my god, what is that vile thing?" And babies are crying in the street. It's so terrible. Huh. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Like, uh, Mr. Uh, Sato is uh, the other page boy to Mr. Hijikata, and he has a little pig. Like, it's uh, – what was that one show you guys were talking about with the uh, – where they jack into, like, an alternate world and he's like a piggy? Excel world? Yes. That piggy looks like that piggy in the show. <laughs> okay. It's like a ba- basically almost a copy-paste. And, like, that pig, like, gets uh, Tetsu in trouble all the time. It does evil things to him. And, like, Tetsu chases him all around the yard and stuff like that. And tries to kill him every single day. It's freaking hysterical. But there's also three other characters in it as well. They call them the Three Jokers. and But they're, like, super nimble and like good at their skills one's like a staff fighter the other one's like a dual sword guy and the other guy is an assassin and they always pick on tetsu and one day they decide to give him a sword even though mr hijikata like 
completely forbids it. And they give him a sword, and he tries to draw the sword, but he's so short he can't completely take it out of the sheath. And it's freaking hilarious, because it's like, he tries to pull it out, and he's like, then he finally gets it out and accidentally, like, almost cuts off someone's head because he messes it all up completely. So, like, what's what's the overall plot of the show, though? Like, Well, the whole entire plot is that there is a sub-faction group trying to, like, take over the government, like, basically... Uh, overthrow the Japanese government at the time. And it is the Shinsengumi's job to do uh, the Japanese emperor's will and basically be spies for him to find, and uh, take out all these other factions that are trying to take down the Japanese government. And <clears throat> the synopsis reads is that at age 15... Uh, Tetsu is approached by the Shinsengumi wanting to become one of its members. However, Tetsu lacked the skill and mind and emotional uh, the emotionalness to cut down whoever threatened him. Like, he wants to be a killer, but he can't handle the blood and guts of everything. Hmm. So, uh, even with the support of his brother and his newfound friend in the Shinsengumi... Little did Tetsu know that the blood and pain of of facing his past would be part of this historical group. Basically, it's basically a – it reads off the the history of the Shinsengumi, which is actually a real-life historical plot from back in – God, what what is that era that uh, samurai were ronin and stuff like that? The – God, what is the era called? The fe- oh yeah, um, I don't understand like the like the Ju- feudal, feudal era. Yeah, the f- feudal era, and this group w- played a pivotal role in keeping the Japanese government together because they cut down anyone that tried to overthrow the Japanese government because they wanted power for themselves, and they also bring in a cool subplot series with like like mythical creatures that control demons and stuff like that. And it's like a sub story to the actual story. And it's kind of weird because it does, it feels out of place because you're finding this actual historical moments through the timeline. And then they throw in these like demons that come out of hell and stuff like that, that try to kill the head leaders of the Shinsengumi. But it just feels super out of place. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, the show doesn't make much sense. How about that? <laughs> there you go. So is but, it like a shonen show? Like you know, people like the guy started with nothing and gains powers, or well, like, it, no, he go he approaches the the group, the Shinsengumi, and his father was a Shinsengumi member originally, hmm. and he left that life to raise his two sons because he didn't want them to be a part of it but one of his older enemies that found him out came and killed him and their their mother mm-hmm. and left the boys alone like the boys were hiding at the time so Tetsu's whole the whole plot behind it is Tetsu wants to get revenge on the person that killed his father Gotcha. but he can't handle the blood and guts of everything so, like, it's basically him going through his – trying to tear out his own emotions so he can take revenge and reclaim his father's honor. Gotcha. 
but his older brother doesn't want him to follow that life because his older brother it's it's really hard to explain <laughs> oh god I'm sorry I completely no. ruined this whole entire review it's all good so like what did you think about it I liked it because it had a lot of blood and guts it, it even says it's like rated R plus 17 they had a lot of sword fighting. Like, basically, you see people's arms get completely cut off. People get chopped in half. But they do cut it up with a lot of, like, well-placed comedy. Like, with the three Jokers and Tetsu and his brother and the little pig guy. They they break it up. You know what I mean? And it tells a lot of story about this little kid that's 15 years old that is trying to deal with these emotions that he's not used to dealing with. And it, it's basically a story of him growing up and maturing more than anything. But these other people along the way don't want him to become soulless devils like they are and kill people. Gotcha. And Mr. Uh, Hijikata knew his father and does not want him to become part of that life secretly even though he, he never shows it you know what I mean he's always mean to always mean to Tetsu mm-hmm. like he uh, basically told him he couldn't join and he said I'll stay out here all night if you like to like show my dedication to this place and it was like raining out and it was storming and he basically sat outside on his knees all night and then he came out and that's when he finally caved and made him a page boy. It's it's pretty weird. You know what I mean? It's basically a story of coming into age. Gotcha. And Mr. Uh, Mr. Kondo is another one that knew his father. And he's more of an egghead. But he's also a... Uh, he's also a, a, t- a mentor to uh, Tetsu. Because he was more like he was best friends with his father, and he would tell him stories about his father, and like basically he took over as like a sub father to them. Even though like Mister Hijikata doesn't want anyone to get close to them, mm-hmm. but like I, I gotta say, the story was great. The only part I really didn't like was that uh, Mister Sato. And Mr. Hijikata, they always kind of blurred the lines between, like, boy love with an older man. Okay. It was kind of weird. Like, they never showed anything, but it was, like, superimposed and, like, you knew what was going on, even though they never said it. Hmm. Because, like, the three Joker boys, when they first met Tetsu, they go, like, oh, I didn't know Mr. Hijikata's taste swung that way. Uh, and like one of the jokers go like you better not let Mr. Hijikata hear you say that he'll cut your head off <laughs> so it's it's kind of funny like they, they break it up with a lot of comedy but it is really bloody and gory especially in the fighting scenes like there's this guy that can actually see demons and ghosts that other people can't see and he fights them he's like basically a spiritual monk that carries swords it's 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 pretty cool. I liked it. So is there like a good payoff to the show? Like, like how many episodes is it? It is. I want to say twenty four episodes. So is there like a payoff in the end of this? 
Well, and the payoff in the end is basically him coming to age and him growing on everybody and eventually becoming a member of the Shinsengumi. And while at the same time he meets this little girl that can't speak at all. And he basically confides in her because he can't talk to any of the adults. And eventually there's like a little love story that goes on there as well. Mm-hmm. Like she gets into major trouble with some of the bad guys and he comes to her rescue. And that was like one of the first moments that uh, he actually witnessed death. Like with uh, other than his father, you know, like right in front of him. Like, Mr. Uh, Sato, like, there's a street fight, and Tetsu came out to defend this little girl. And so Tetsu, like, grabs her and starts running away with Mr. Sato. But because Tetsu used uh, Mr. Sato's name out in public to let, like, let the guy that was uh, chasing them down to beat them up, what his real name was, he, Mr. Sato had to kill him. Because gotcha. he's part of this underground kind of organization where if people know his name they'll try to murder him because he's so powerful it's kind of like this cloak and dagger type deal and he basically sits there for a moment and he has nightmares about it because he even asked Mr. Sato why did you kill him why did you have to kill him and Mr. Sato goes like you used my name and that's when it hits Sato. It's like, what have I done? Because you basically helped kill a guy. And that's when he starts becoming conflicted about what he really wants to do about being a Shinsengumi. Gotcha. So, like, I'm trying to think. Did you watch it dubbed or subbed? I watched it both ways. Because when I first watched the show, it was like about, I want to say, four years ago. And I downloaded it, and it was the sub version. I couldn't find the the dub version, and it it was pretty good that way. So I found it eventually dubbed, and I like both versions. the 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 dub version had a lot of famous voice actors. Um, some of the like a lot of the voice actors came from uh, Kenichi, the Mightiest Disciple, as well as um, what's the other show? God, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I can picture the faces of people. Hmm. Uh, but it was a lot of a lot of well-known actors, like voice actors for the English dub. So it was really done well. Gotcha. Translations really didn't matter because it basically, like, it was straightforward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you guys are, like, real big, like, sub versus dub people. Or not. Or not. It's like, it doesn't really matter. Like me, when I try to find a, a download, I get it with uh, subbed and dubbed on the same file. And what I do is I play the dub and I put on the subtitles at the same time and see how they match up. Gotcha. It's like it's like multitasking. So, I mean, like overall, what would you give this show? Well, on my anime list, I gave it an 8. So you really liked it. I liked it because I love the comedy and I love the story behind it. You know, what I mean, it was a really cute story. Like, granted, it was gory, but there, like the the parts with the comedy and him growing up as a child, like trying to become a man, I liked because it was a lot of his br- older brother trying to look out for him so he didn't grow up too fast. But him 
figuring out things on his own. You know what I mean? And stop being such a child. Mm-hmm. So I gave it an eight. I liked right. it. I, I've watched it maybe three times. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like I said, I have I have no life. <laughs> I hear you. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you again. So go check it out if uh, it sounded interesting. Um, you can also listen to our other reviews on the on uh, bonsaibeat.com. Or uh, that review was terrible. Just so you know. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> I feel like I stumbled through that whole entire thing. It is what it is. All right. We'll be back next week with our view of something. We haven't decided actually yet, so we will get there. But uh, thanks again from Nate from uh, Everyday Gaming Society. You can check out their website, www.everydaygamingsociety, or even easier, egsforums.com. So, oh yeah, check us out. Yep, they have a weekly podcast about video games and other shenanigans. There you go. This has been the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you have any feedback, head over to bonsaibeat.com and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. While you're there, you can also find our review index, which has a list of all the anime that we've reviewed on the Bonsai Beat Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to add us to your favorite podcatcher. You can find links to do that on our website. Otherwise, we're also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio if that's easier for you. Once again, this is the Bonsai Beat Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send them to bonsaibeat at gmail.com.